It's uh, trending issues right here on the morning show for Tarajan 93.1 FM, of course. Once you hear the drums roll in, you already know what's happening. It's about to go down where we talk about issues and matters uh, trending around the world, but especially as relates to Nigeria. A great panel of analysts are here already uh, to dissect matters from various perspectives and angles. We have a whole lot to talk about today, so let's dive straight into Skywalker is in the building. Skywalker, good morning, sir. Good morning. And uh, we also have another uh, analyst right here, Sake, right here in the building. Sake, good morning. Good morning. Thank you very much for joining us. Now, uh, let's start with uh, Skywalker and uh, talking about uh, Ondo State right here, where the government warned secondary school principals across the state against extorting parents by collecting unauthorized fees now unauthorized fees in the sense of is there a stipulated uh, amount that these people are supposed to collect or is some extortion uh you know being because the way the government says it they must have some evidence as to why they are uh, you know saying giving this warning saying that principals uh, should not collect you know should not extort fees from parents uh, on this particular matter what do you think the Fed, uh, state government is coming from well this issue is a little bit uh, complex mm. because again uh we know that uh there are statutory uh amounts that students or the state government has uh, you know levied students mm. uh, and uh, these monies go to the state government okay these monies end up in state account not necessarily you know the schools the truth is that some of these schools have found a way to, uh, through the Parent Teachers Association, levy students or levy parents mm. to take care of their immediate problems. Okay. Because again, the statutory amount is gathered in one place, goes to a certain account. Belonging to the state government. Okay. There are times that this monies, it does not necessarily mean because Fiwashai has gathered so much or this certain amount that this, that particular amount is only dedicated to that particular school. Mm. So it is what comes to the school that the school decides to make use of. Mm-hmm. And in most cases, it's not enough. In most cases. Mm. And that's why you see that some of them have now found a way to, aside from those statutory payments, levy parents. Well, you can also say levy the students because if you have two children in, in a school, they are not going to levy you based on you know the fact that you are yes, a parent. Yes, a parent. So You're going to levy based on the, you on the number of kids or children that, that you, you have, have. in that particular so school. Twice. So eventually, the levy is on your children, hmm. not necessarily on parents. Well, of course, the, the two are the same <laughs> because the parents will still be the one to pay. <laughs> so, but you, again, you see what then cost this whole issue hmm. because we have also seen how principals have hijacked the accounts where these monies that have come through the parent teachers association mm, yes how these monies are spent and how some of them have used this money 
for their personal purposes mm. and they have gone unaccounted for. for. So, I know some principals that have got into hot waters because of this particular issue. issue. Hmm. And, and at some point, some had to be, you know, redeployed to other schools. And that in itself caused a lot of problem. Hmm. And then again, we also know that oftentimes there's always this issue of they bringing a new principal to a particular school. Hmm. Before the man or the woman settles... People would have come to tell you that this is how we do it here. Mm. Mm. Even if you come and say you don't want to follow, they, they would they will come and tell you, Ogbeni, this is how we do this is how we do it here. Mm. We collect money for so 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 reasons and we spend it on so 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 projects. But you see, the root cause of all this still goes to the fact that we don't have enough funding for our schools especially at the primary level which for me is the most important stage of the educational strata Hmm. but how do you then cope this Hmm. how do you then because again there's nothing saying that parents can't gather money and contribute we have seen it in other places in fact up till today we have all students' associations. Mm-hmm. We have together, yes. several organizations that are offshoot of that particular school mm. that would come together and say, we want to make donations. We want to, even most times, these donations are done with the full knowledge of the principals, with the full knowledge of the authorities in that particular school. And the state government, of course, does not have control over such monies. Hmm. It does not have a say over such monies hmm. because those monies don't belong to them. them. But you see, some schools have gathered so much money running into millions because they are huge schools. They have very big base. Yes, and, and then also they have, they have alumni that, that are strong, well-to-do. So they gather a lot of money. In the midst of all this, there's a lot of shady deals and a lot of... And the government is not happy with what happens. With such monies, especially with the fact that those monies don't go through their own system. (laughs) (laughs) So, but I think the state government just wants to put in some sanity into this. Mm. And I just hope that in doing that, we don't also cripple. Because again, we've seen in some schools, it's these PTAs that are doing everything. Everything, yes. The levies that they put on there. Because mm. again, if you sit and wait for government to do. Mm. So, in fact, during this COVID, there was a time I know some schools, the government did not do anything, nada. But for the safety of their kids and their wards and their, and their you know, yeah. parents decided to put monies together and got some of these things in the schools. schools. Yes, we know that there's a lot of issues when it comes to how those monies are spent and how some principals just, you know, use their powers and, you know, because again, some principals will tell you that after all, uh, we are not the ones telling them to to pay, even though the school sometimes make the demand. Mm. They will tell you that it's parents that decided to contribute money. Mm-hmm. It is not their, their, their problem. And because no, again, the no government research. is not saying parents should not contribute money now. What the government is saying that principals should not charge extra apart from what all in the name of okay uh, because some principals are so smart now they don't they don't link the money to whatever it is that the government is doing they don't link it to registration of exams because they know the government has said they are going to pay mm. 
Although there are some of them that are so greedy that they still put it as as part of exams when they know that the government has said they are going to pay. So a lot of issues that needs you know a lot of cleaning up and a lot of uh, uh, you know realignment. For me, that's what I look at it as. Let's realign these things in such a manner that we would have. Uh, some level of sanity as to okay which monies go to what and mm. how do these monies you know get to be used for the purpose for which or purposes for which you know they have been collected okay let's come to sir k now uh sir k uh, the, the, uh, like skywalker has, has has rightly pointed out he mentioned something talking about the fact that uh despite the fact that the government is actually you know paying for some exams like the WIAC, for example the understate government is actually saying they they, they are paying uh for WIAC exam registrations uh, in public schools right here in the states, and uh, they gave some other lists, uh, you know, which you know, primary schools and uh, secondary schools are paying, and saying that apart from all these, every other fee is illegal, saying it's not right or it's not accepted. Now, if you were to come from the standpoint of a parent, uh, what would you say? Uh, you, would you, what would you say about this issue? Would you say that the federal government has this right, or would you be the state glad? State government, no. The state, sorry, maybe I get pardon. The state government. Thank you for that correction. Would you say the state government is right, uh, saying that, or as Skywalker also pointed out, uh, as these schools do not have enough funding, would you be willing to stick your money out there, you know, for, uh, you know, for whatever reason? I want to say that I absolutely agree with most of Skywalker's point. For me, the state government is just trying to play the ostrich because we all know that most of our schools are underfunded. The reason for the demand for extra money in the first instance is because there's no money to run the school adequately. That is the basis. In fact, the basic facilities supposed to run the school are non-existent in most schools. Hmm. Those are the realities. If you go to some of the... When last time any state government set up a secondary school in developing area or mm. primary school, mm. which area in Ondo State is a new, in the last 10 years, a new state-owned secondary or primary school is being, is being established? Where? Mm. And the community is growing. True. And the old ones are overpopulated. You just need to get there. I went to one of the best schools in this state. All the places we were using as hostels before, as you know, are used as classroom now, and mm. they are not enough. You see, desk is side by side. <laughs> we just did our 70th anniversary. The old students, we spent millions running to 100 for the school. Millions. Hmm. For that school. Every set was given their bill, apart from personal contribution, people going there to build hall, to do things, to do that, to paint. Hmm. And it's still state owned school. Those are the reality. I know how much came out from my pocket last year. Hmm. Those are the realities on ground. And yet, the money is not enough. He was talking about pity. State government knows what is happening. Sometimes they just, yes, it's true. Some principals, some, they use that opportunity to amass, you know, wealth for themselves. They, because they are loopholes. But the truth is that they are grossly underfunded. Can, the truth is that. PTAs most time are the one paying for some teachers in schools, established schools. I put up. I don't want to establish schools. Key teachers: physics, chemistry, biology, English, maths. Because government 
have not provided enough teachers for most of the schools. Hmm. You have teachers teaching how many classes a day? Yeah. I was in one school last year, and the principal was telling me that even the government was asking them to beg the teacher to work. They're not paying them. As at that time. And I saw the school very massive at Okaru. I went there. So those are the realities on ground. Hmm. Have the Ministry of Education checked the population of each school vis-a-vis the numbers of teachers? It is parents that provide most of these schools the desk and the chair. Hmm. If, you are, if your children are going to public school, they will be required to bring uh, broom, packers. Of course, will the teacher provide that for them? Chalk. Uh, cleaners. No, no, you see, we, we like to pretend a lot, but those are the realities on ground. Hmm. Okay. Okay. The schools are unpainted, windows are not there. It's pity that faces most of these things. So, somebody in charge of that kind of, if it's a big school, hmm. they have over 2,000 students, hmm. 5,000 in 2,000 places. It's a lot of money, a lot of temptation for somebody who is not disciplined. Hmm. True. Those are the realities True. on ground. Hmm. But what is the reason for this? It's because of government ineptitude. If the government was doing, active... When we were in school, we, hmm. didn't hear, we, we, we didn't contribute a dime in the 80s. So you just go to school and come back. Hmm. Nobody asks you for a shock. Hmm. Nobody. Hmm. Those are the realities in those days. But it's no longer like that. Those are the realities too. In fact, there's nothing to paint the, the, the chalkboard. The students that provide what they will paint it themselves. Mm. When, like, how much does Ministry of Education gives to those schools? How much mm. do they give to them? Okay. How many schools have? How many schools have school buses mm. that they used to go for? Mm. In like in our days to for sports for debate. I'm, I'm very glad you, 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 you brought that up. We also I have. Mean, what would you do? We also, we Even also, the clinic yeah. facilities is the is the is the whole student mm. association that mm. fix them. That fixes them. Hey, those are the realities. Government knows this. The the civil servant. Essigon's friends, they know this. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned Essigon. We have Essigon in the building as well. Essigon, good morning. Greetings. Thank you very much for joining us. And uh, uh, Sarkay mentioned uh, an interesting point that I'm going to bring to you uh, right now. Of course, uh, talking about the inability of the government to actually fund schools properly. But I'm, I'm looking at a way that we do not make this about the government. We must make this about the principals and uh, you know of those particular schools who are actually extorting because of course uh, uh, the government has their reasons for saying these things because these things are actually happening. What do you think about this? Yeah, but is the government doing anything about it? <laughs> because it, this is this is that hand in glove situation that I've been talking about. You know, talking about <clears throat> that <throat> as has brought us to this place. <clears throat> Be- before now, before now, is it that things were not happening? Oh, things were happening. Yeah. Monies were going down the drain. People were siphoning, but, you mm. know, but it was it was a lot. So people were not noticing. People didn't care. You find principals and teachers building massive houses using heavy cars. You understand? And of course, the government didn't care because the government they were getting their own. Uh, things were going fine. The, the the boat was not being rocked. You know, so, but now, the the, the money is reducing. So it, it's and somebody else is you understand. So it is becoming visible. You get my point. The money is reducing. Yes, <laughs> the money is reducing. The money to steal is reducing. So now it becomes glaring when you steal it. And the funny thing is that people that have been used, they have maintained a certain lifestyle. Mm, mm. 
They can't go lower than that lifestyle. Even the society will not allow them to go below that lifestyle. So they will, you know, they would they wouldn't mind stealing the little that's available and not do nothing because again, no one will hold them accountable. No one. Forget about what the government is saying about clinical, clinical, clinical. Like you said, nobody is mm. just is just posturing. Nobody will be, be, be persecuted. Nobody will be nobody will be taken to court over this issue. Mm. They will just come out to give us announcement as if they are doing something that they, they have discovered that this is happening and that is it, and it will end there. We will talk about it. That the principal will remain the principal. Or the best they change him and change to another place and bring another person. And the circle will continue because the person that will come with perfect way to do his own too. Because that, that's it. They are stuck in trade. They have mastered this issue. Hmm. And that is why I keep saying, you see, it occurred to me that maybe I need to change my talk to educate our people that, see, this, my call for safe enlightenment is important. See, anyone that wants to travel out of the country now, mm. because a lot of people want to do so, mm. you will discover that in the process of you wanting to leave, mm. you will have to know a lot of things that you didn't know before. Yes, mm. true. Meaning you have to educate yourself. Meaning you have to educate yourself. Mm. And that education puts you in, in better position, like enlightenment to actually make the right moves. Yes. You understand? Making the right moves towards your... So if we want to change the status quo, we can't continue to sit back and say that the government did this as civil servant did this. We need to educate ourselves more than they. This, so edu- that this education, do you... you are you saying I'm not talking about certified... I'm not talking about certification. Little children. I'm talking about we individuals, people that are listening to me right now. Yes, people that have civil servants as parents, mm-hmm. civil servants as uncles, and because a, a lot of what is happening is ignorance. A lot, of, a lot of all this selfish move is ignorance. You see, and ignorance that that pushes this issue of fear, this issue of insecurity, this issue of anxiety of, of the future. Mm. You understand that? Ah, if I need to eat it all now because I don't know about tomorrow. Mm. You see, if we let them know that tomorrow is still far, and if the prosperity of all... You know, the other day I was quoting scripture. Seek the peace of Jerusalem. When Jerusalem is at peace, the people in Jerusalem will have peace. But if you do not seek the peace of Jerusalem... If Jerusalem is not at peace, you, you, everybody, look at what's happening in Afghanistan. Afghanistan is in turmoil, uh, Syria is in turmoil, Sudan is in turmoil. Why? Because no one is thinking about the welfare of everybody. Everybody is thinking of my faction, my faction, you know, my own area, uh, thinking about getting money to build my own filling station. And the point is that you build this filling station, it is grounded. Hmm. You build these factories and people show you color. The same thing that you do. It's a circle. It's a mm. vicious circle. Yeah. The same thing that you do to our collective wealth. Some people that you employ will do it to you too. And you mm. keep complaining. Mm. <laughs> so why don't we mm. just mm. educate ourselves and mm. get, mm. you know, like Bob Marley will say, emancipate ourselves mm. from this mental slavery. Because this is mental slavery. Mm. They, see, if we don't have a paradigm shift mentally, we will not be able to deal with this issue. Mm. And that starts with telling our, our, our civil servants that we are close and politicians that see these things you are doing are robbing us of present benefits and future benefits at the same time. Mm. It's, it's, a, it's a terrible situation, mm. but we can actually work ourselves out of it by 
improving our knowledge base okay now uh that's a great one right there of course uh, if you heard as he gone right now the way he spoke uh with a lot of passion and of course that has been his clarion call from the beginning of the year talking about people educating themselves and developing themselves as he gone is actually dressed like a boxer right here in the studio if you know what i'm talking about now let's uh quickly come back <laughs> to took a jab at you let's go back to skywalker uh real quick still on education um matters but Emila is uh seeking to increase the minimum educational qualifications for the presidency as well as other elective positions in Nigeria, uh, saying that a review of the country's existing law which pegs the minimum uh, educational qualification for aspirants to maybe the presidency or other elective uh, positions uh, at senior secondary school certificates or its equivalents are mandatory uh, for, you know, all these positions and, and stuff. But when he's talking about a review, what does he mean uh, is he is, does he mean of course you have mentioned before that you have to look at the the events at which these uh statements are given and of course uh, the, you know, the the area in which these are given uh but how feasible is what he is talking about how, how feasible is it if there's anything that is going to happen it it, it won't happen at the back of wajabia miller <laughs> because he he's the speaker of the house of representatives mm-hmm. so if anything is going to happen it's not going to happen while he's asleep true so he's making the proposition the knife and the yam is is all in his hand ah so let him start just you want to cook yam let's let's see you let's see you kill it just go ahead there's there's no no nobody's going to complain about this you and i can't stop him no that's that's look he sits right at the middle of the issue if anything needs to to get done i know he's not the only one that is going to do it he would of course need his fellow house house of rep members and of course uh uh the senate his senate counterpart but if there's anything at all yes that is going to happen hmm. it's not going it's to happen in my house it's not going to happen in my house it's not going to happen in any one of our houses here it's going to happen in the house of representatives in abuja there true and who heads the house of representatives Femi Femi Bajabia, Bajabia. so he's, he's so uh, look sometimes the talk is very easy the work itself is the hardest part of it hmm. So I hope I'm looking forward to it. But if we want to look at the merit of what he's talking about, I absolutely agree with him. Look, mm. there are issues as to what exactly are we even talking about when we talk about minimum qualification. We have had presidents who had PhD. We've had presidents who have SSCE who can't even find it. We have people who say they have it and don't actually have it they bought it just on the street toronto and they are they they've held pos- government positions in this country what has it all culminated to what has it changed what has it changed that some people would point. make that argument because but i am of you know a superior argument or a, 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 a different argument in the sense that it is important that we elevate you know because if we talk about education yes. because some people have said ah we don't need we don't we just need somebody who is street smart and then i'm like then let's all stop going to school hmm. <laughs> why are we sending people to school hmm. you have children and you're saying that street smart smartness is, is is what we need somebody who is who, who can think on his toes please don't send them to school mm-hmm. put, to uh, allow them, you, they, they let them put them on the streets if that's what we need so it is not enough 
And who says that we can't have the two? It's not a case of one without the other. Yeah, yeah. It's a case of balance. It's a case of having all. Mm. Yeah. Let's have all. I'm the best. Are you are you getting my argument? Yes. If you you have a position, the minimum position for an administrative officer in the university today is a degree. That is just somebody who is going to work in an office. Talk more of somebody who is going to manage the economy, who is going to manage security, who is going to manage international affairs. And all we are saying is SSCE. And we're not adding rigor to it. So, what are we talking about? So, I think we need to elevate. We need. I'm not saying that alone is what we need. After all, like I've said earlier, those with PhD came and did nothing. Well, no, they didn't do nothing. They did something, but the something they did was not enough. Mm. No, it was not enough. Mm. Because if you compare what they have and, and what they gave... You to see where that, we are now. Yes, you will see that uh, for someone who has a PhD... I you mean, would expect that that person is well needed to whom much is given much, much more is, is expected uh-huh. you would expect that you put a professor for instance well some some of these things are not automatic though no, no we have experience but so. i'm saying okay for instance <laughs> in a university setting for instance to become a vc there's a minimum requirement. You're not just only a professor, but you must have been a professor for 10 years. Hmm. You must have, you know, some level of exposure when it comes to research, when it comes to how many, you know, uh, publications that you have out there. If, if that is not a thing, we should just say anybody who is a member of the university can aspire to be VC. So the argument that we don't need any educational qualification or we just need to leave it at the barest minimum hmm. does not work we are not doing justice to that office in itself to posterity i'm saying that is not enough to have a p a bsc or to to have attended a a a a, 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 a tertiary you know institution is i'm not saying that is all but I'm not. I'm, I'm also saying that, in addition to this street madness, I mean, uh, why am I saying madness? This, this, this <laughs> street smartness. smartness. You understand? <laughs> I think you read Trump this morning or something. You understand? And and in addition to the, the the fact that we want somebody who wants to actually change, who has the love for the people, who has passion to make things work for everybody. In mm. addition to that one, we are saying the person should also be educated to at least. A tertiary level hmm. because if that is not the case and we say we just want people who would attend primary school or secondary school then we should all not go hmm. and let's all stop there yes. let's let's come to sake now and speaking on this uh i absolutely agree with what skywalker has said and i was just trying to chip in something as he was talking talking about the uh you know education we should use education of course, because anyone can be street smart. There are lots of people who are street smart. A lot of people who are actually very intelligent, especially when it comes to you know things of 
they're intelligent, but education should be the filter, and there should be some justice done to that particular officer, Skywalker has said, and some qualifications uh, before you can attain such elective positions. I believe that the bars, uh, the bar should be, you know, has become too low and should be set much higher, especially as regards to those kind of uh, positions. What do you think? In the animal kingdom, when mm. you see animals that live in groups, in families, have social caste, mm. you always see the leader is the strongest, is the smartest. Mm. I'm talking about the animal kingdom. Yeah. The fastest. And the fastest. Thank mm. you, my brother. But you see, apart from what Sky has said, our leaders are deliberately putting a structure that will never allow this kind of people he's talking about to emerge. Is it that we are short of people who have academic and street smartness? There are too many in Nigeria. In fact, there are so many that they have moved abroad and they are still creating waves. Hmm. Strong point. They are running airports in UK and US. Strong point. Imagine Nigerians running airports in UK Hmm. and US. And they they grew up here. Imagine Nigeria running health sector in US, in UK, as in leading. And these are people who are frustrated out of the system. Hmm. Because our leaders deliberately put in processes that will never allow the right people to emerge. And mm. that's why they lowered that standard in the first instance. It was deliberate. Mm. Did they not know? They know. And that's why I like what he said. The knife and the yam and the pot is in their hand. All the ingredients. All the ingredients <laughs> in their hand. Are you telling me now that with all this shouting since Obasanjo's era that we started this third democracy for them to change the constituency we have elected them constitution the constitution mm. they have benefited they've written bulletproof card they've traveled they've gone on leave on our bills have they changed it no why they not change it it's because they know once they change the constitution the selection process the right people will get there and they the political elite who have who have made themselves owners of nigeria they will lose out hmm those are the realities. And that's why I support what Essie going say. Now we've given them the knife. We've given them the yam and the pot. And they have been eating it by themselves. Mm. I think it's time for us to rise up. Mm. And ch- We've given them long enough time. Look at what has happened in the last few years. Yes. This present uh, House of Assembly member and Senate, apart from the Electoral Bill and the PIB, what mm. have they done, done to, exactly. to give us the confidence that Nigeria, we should believe in that, that they will change this constitution mm. to favor the masses. To, no, let's even leave the masses. To make Nigeria prosperous. Mm. To make Nigeria a level playing ground, both politically, economically, and socially. Mm. They have not done it. Mm-hmm. They have just spent so much time on the main issue, they dilly dally a lot. Mm. They but you see, when it comes to their own decision that will favor them in few weeks is done. Mm. They pass bills overnight. We know what we are talking about. Mm. They pass bills overnight. Mm. If it repays them. Quickly. Yeah. But if it repay the masses, they will drag it, they will send it to the presidency mm. who refuse to we know how these games is is mm. is, is, is the, how they play this game. Mm. But you see, this is it. Every leader that wants to live in poster, in, in posterity or you know when they have lived and they want their name. We read we read about many US presidents that our great grandfather, you know, of what they have done. We read from France, from Europe, and some from Africa. We've heard of the lack of Nkrumah and the rest. But see, this is what they always forget. 
after they have colored what they have done and tell themselves they are past, it's not them that will mark the script. That is the most unfortunate thing about leadership. Our law is long dead, but people are still marking the script. Hmm. Zeke is long dead. People are still marking the script. So all of them now, hmm. their script is not in their hand to mark. Hmm. It will have been when they are gone. And then they will tell their great-grandchildren, your father spent 34 years in hmm. government. Hmm. They are one of the reasons we are here. Hmm. So shut up when we are talking. That's what they forget. Hmm. And that is what we call legacy. Legacy is not how big your mansion is. Legacy is not how much of money you have. You know? How much money did Jesus have in his account? How much money did Mohammed have when he died? And they are commanding such followership. Do the right thing. Hmm. And then prosperity will judge you. Okay. Let's uh, now come to Essigon. Now, Essigon, you may just give a few words on what he has said. Uh, but since we're still on the issue of Femi Bajabiyamila, let's still just uh, stay with the House of Reps for a little bit. Uh, as they are actually reconvening today after taking their break, their Christmas slash New Year break uh, from December 21 there. And uh, they are going to be discussing a lot of issues. They have a lot of issues, uh, uh, you know, before them. But I feel like the most paramount of all those issues will be the electoral bill, of course, uh, before for the House embarked on that holiday in December, uh, the President, as Buhari, uh, notified the lawmakers of his decision to reject the 2021 Electoral Act Amendment Bill, uh, which the National Assembly had in uh, you know, had passed in November. Now, uh, going by this and going by the fact that these people are actually getting towards the closure of their tenure, how quickly can we see this bill resolved? Well... You know, well, as I was listening to you, I was uh, remembering um, the days of Saraki. Mm. And then I quickly traveled out and um, <laughs> recalled the likes of uh, Pelosi. You know, and uh, I looked at what we have in Nigeria mm. and I just shook my head. <laughs> that uh, as, it's much, not doom and as much as. It's I, not was, so, I, was, I was about to come in here for It's not all doom and gloom. <laughs> Is it is it all gloom? <laughs> is it all gloom and doom? You know, is it as as much as this uh, present uh, assembly members, both at the rep and the national assembly? I mean, national assembly, as much as they they try to give a posture that um, they are not rubber stamps. Mm. You understand, but um, um, antecedents, actions, and things actually make us look at that statement that they are making that mm. you see most times you find that people that come out to defend themselves mm. because people some people don't need i mean it's just like i i, I can't be arguing with somebody that i'm a man i'm not a man <laughs> anything that will make me start an argument to start saying that i'm a man then that mm. means there's something wrong yeah you get my you. point yeah there's something wrong with me mm. and that i'm dealing with so if you if you need to come out to say that no 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 we are not rubber stamp then definitely okay so mm. having said that <laughs> concerning the electoral bill because i know that this is a matter that affects them the that most is. what i mean that the 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 main issue there the very main issue there affects them the most in mm. fact the main issue there was put there by them mm. You get my point. Mm. Was put there by them. Mm. You would expect that they will have the spine to push through. Mm. And immediately the president said, No, 
they will just go ahead and veto. Yeah. But you see, selfishness will not agree. Greed will not agree. Personal, you understand, the fear of the future, this thing we're talking about, it will not allow them. Because they still, look at most of the people that want to uh, uh, rule. All of them have gone and started meeting the president as if it is the president that is going to decide or that is going to. But of course, I, you know, I just said that mm. as if I don't know what is actually happening. <laughs> but we, you know, we all know. <laughs> but you know, we, we can actually go ahead and shock them if mm. you pay attention to me <laughs> that I've been saying all this well. But it, and it, they will, will catch them sleeping. So the issue is they will just gather, they will reconvene. Um, it's not as if they left themselves mm-hmm. when they, they were having parties and mm-hmm. all the rest of them. Mm-hmm. They will just continue and continue having the conversation and mm-hmm. be dragging and all the rest of them and nothing will come out of yes, it yes. from their end. Mm-hmm. So that is why we have to wake up. Okay, Skywalker. Well, for me, I think uh, uh, it's interesting that uh, they're reconvening today <clears throat> in the sense that uh, I'm waiting to see what happens. Mm. But how left happens. for me, mm. Because, again, apart from the fact that it's their own personal uh, issue that is at the center of this whole yes, thing, Ayak is also telling you that, look, if, if you want us to use this bill for that election, mm-hmm. for 2023 election, you have to give us yes. that law now, now, now. No. Mm. Because that's the only way we can plan ahead in accordance with the provisions oh, in that bill. bill. Unless you just want us to dump it again like we did the other time. Because even that other time, it was a a time-wasting tactics. And they waited so long until it was inevitable that that law was not going to see the light of day. Even if it had been passed, it was not going to be practicable at that time. And that's why some people are worried that, are we going to relieve that same old, you know... That issue, the 2018 issue, are we going to relieve it all over again? again? But I think it's going to be different this time around because mm. all eyes are on this bill. All eyes are on what the National Assembly, you know, would do as regards this bill. Mm. And for me, if I'm left to predict what would happen, it is a clear thing. Uh, it's as clear as night and day in the sense that the National Assembly does not have that kind of spine it will not mm. to override the wishes of the president, especially as regards this particular matter, unless you want to play with your political future. That's it. Hmm. it will not vary. So, it is going to be a case of, they would work on clause 87, yes. whereby they, they make the provisions in, in accordance with what the president has suggested, and that bill would be passed, you know, as soon as possible without you know, any, any issues. The, I know a lot of conversations are going to go on, have already even, you know, gone, and I mean, some are going to continue even today and, and, and going forward, because the person who actually introduced that clause was mm. Femi Bajabiamila, because I was watching yes. the proceedings that mm. day. Mm. In fact, at some point, yes. they had gone past it. The following day, they came back, and he said, look, but let's add this let's, to the clause. And that was when they added it to the clause. It was not part of the conversation from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. But they had done some calculations and they had seen that if we don't get, if we don't hit it now, we may never have an opportunity to hit it again. So mm-hmm. why don't we try? It may not sail because at well, the very business, moment yes. it was introduced, the governors rose up against it and said, no way. We will not allow this to go. Mm-hmm. Ha, you want to remove food? You understand me? So, <laughs> and again, 
the president also had to bow to their pressure because there's 2023 around the corner. And for his own party, for his own house, hmm. at the moment, hmm. the governors have a bigger say than even the president. Hmm. Because they are going to outlive him. Because they are going to be the ones to decide who becomes the candidate of the party. Hmm. Take it or leave it. Hmm. So, the House of Rep members don't have that kind of political mm. value mm. in that particular area. Yeah. Yeah, yes. So this is the only place. This is this, this yeah, is yes. it. So, but again, I feel so strongly that they are going to have to mellow on this. Mm. Maybe they leave to fight another day. Mm. But for this particular matter, they are going to mellow on it. Mm. They would ensure that that correction is made. Even Femi Gajabi Amila himself had already started giving indication that if that clause is what the president is having as a problem, we would find a way to readjust it. And look for the majority, you know, to pass it again and then forward to the president. Just, just before you go on, Anek already brought up some issues saying that even funding for this particular clause, that is a direct primaries, was going to be a problem. No, but I think that in itself that was just... That practicability? No, 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 in the sense that if you pass a direct pr- primary, for instance, if, it had, if the president had just, you know, accented to accented, this, yeah. we would have found a way to go, to go about it. Agree. It will still have happened because it is it is not strange to INEC that you know direct primaries have been done. Would it be additional work on them? Mm. Absolutely yes. yes. Would it be as as expensive as some people have said it's going to be as expensive? Absolutely no. But it's going to be a lot of work. Thank but you. again, at the same time, are the political parties themselves ready for direct primaries? Mm. How many of them have registered members? No. Mm. So, uh, what takes a governor to manipulate the register? Mm. Uh, what what does it take him to manipulate? So, if we are all saying that the governors would manipulate, that they have been manipulating the... the, 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 So, who says that they can't manipulate now, especially in this dispensation where political parties are not well organized? It's not like they have a a, a, a good register Uh. that you can... What stops the governor from funding people to register and then at the end of the day, they queue up for him? Hmm. So, we are not there yet. I know it's a good move, but the move itself was not made because they wanted something good for our democracy, but because of their own fear of the control that the governors have Ah. over primaries during elections. That's why we're having all this, you know, uh, and I'm sure that this time around, they don't have a choice Hmm. but to, you know, mellow down and ensure that they don't create the kind of chaos that would would all... uh, let Let me paint a scenario. I'm sure I've painted this scenario before. There was this documentary I watched. Gazelles, two of them, huge male gazelles fighting over a female. Hmm. They were so engrossed in their fight that they forgot that the cheetah was very close by. Yeah. It by the time they realized what was happening, the cheetah had grabbed one of them. Hmm. Hmm. So, politicians are very smart. <laughs> so that we all don't lose out. They get to a point where they have to sit back mm. and agree, count yeah. their losses, and move and on. Move on, hmm. unless you don't want to eat again in the next eight years. Then leave the people, and that's why me, I'm calling wow. on the people. Wake up, so G, so G, so G. That's a very interesting take from Skywalker. There, like that uh, analogy that he just used of the two gazelles. Uh, and uh, let's come to Sake now. Sake, that we would not really. You can still give your thoughts on it, but let's come to another trending issue that has become rampant, especially in this 2022, which. Is the case of semen ritual killings, and uh, you know this spurge of uh, you know you know girls being used per se, allegedly being used for this or for that, and uh, uh, Ifai Oko's aid that is uh, that's the 
uh, Osai uh, Success as the aide to the governor of Delta State is saying that parents are to be blamed for all this, uh, you know, this prostitution and uh, ritual killings witnessed in the society today as rampant as it is. What, what, what do you what do you think about this issue? You know, Esigon quoted a Bible verse that I love. Hmm. And he said, pray for the peace of Israel, because therein lies your peace. You see, we have built a nation that we were not conscious of building national wealth. We were building individual wealth. And because we were trying to build individual wealth, the whole system collapsed. I'm going to explain. Hmm. In those days where the average Nigerians whose parents were poor farmers and all that, the government take them over, they give them scholarship abroad, they get jobs and all that. They were lifting other people from their family out of poverty. Mm. But as time goes on, because we fail to plan, don't forget that, you see, social values either grow negatively or positively, mm. depending on your focus. Mm. Now, when the need now for you to educate your children all by yourself, the need to provide employment all by yourself, and you see, society anywhere will always support survival of the fittest. So we have a system collapse, and every man has become a government to themselves. In Nigeria now, if you are an average person, you will build your house by yourself, no mortgage. You provide water by yourself. No water, no water corporation. You provide electricity. Mm. Average as we have to... You know what I'm trying to mm. say? Mm. So, the collapse, yes, can be said, can, came from the parents. But who are the parents? They are products of society. In days before, civil servant, the same civil servant, Essigon, doesn't like were our parents and our uncles. They were so contented. They come back from work, 2 p.m., 4 p.m., they go to farm. They teach you after school and they live a decent life. Some of them live till for 35 years in government quarters before they can get to bedroom when they retire. And they are sure of their gratuity. But it's no longer happening. Hmm. You work for 35 years, your money is non-existent. But they ask you to bribe to get it paid. So desperation setting in every manner. And every human being has the tendency to be corrupt. Hmm. That in the best countries, everyone is corrupt. Hmm. But you see, there's a system you place that you know it doesn't pay to be corrupt. Mm. So you are forced to live right. But we have created a system that you see, corruption is the day, is the only way that we know mm. to survive. Mm. So and that's why we got it. Mm. Oh. Human lives, values is lost. It's lost. Okay. And uh, you've heard it right there on uh, trending issues, Futuro ninety three point one FM, right here on the morning show. News on the globe is up next. Stay tuned.